Welcome to episode 45 of the Search with Candor podcast recorded on Friday the 24th of January 2020. My name is Mark Williams-Cook and this week we're going to be having an in-depth dive into the desktop favicons change on our SERPs. So this is talking about the changes brought about by Google where they have now put favicons against every single uh, search result on desktop. And we'll also be taking a deep dive into the changes to featured snippets because it's actually a really, really big change that Google sort of snuck out there without an announcement. And we're just going to talk about the ins and outs of that, what it means, what you can do, uh, how you can work with it, how you can work around it. Lots of stuff for you today. Hope you enjoy. Favicons. So they've come up more in SEO over the last few years than I ever thought they would. Uh, back in 2019, so last year, Google made some changes to the mobile SERPs, the search engine result pages, when they put these favicons against the different search results. So they're visible. So favicons used to be kind of only visible when you visited a web page at the top of your browser. It was the tiny little icon in the top left hand side. And Google started showing these in the search results. And now, about seven days ago, Google has rolled out this change to desktop search results as well. So this means that now, as you can all see, if you do a search, you have at the top the Google Ads normally, which will have the tiny ad symbol next to them. And then in the same kind of format, you'll have the normal organic listings, each with their own favicon next to it and this consistency in format has is what has created a bit of controversy so it's really rare that anything to do with seo is interesting enough to the general public that it gets talked about in mainstream media in you know news outlets that kind of thing and this is actually something that has picked up mainstream interest so uh, both the verge daily mail and actually quite a few publications have have talked about this change initially i think because users were saying they didn't like it um, but the narrative has now really come down as to whether this is a move by google to blend in their ads into organic so as you know like 80 90 of google's revenue comes from ads and this this amount of money we're talking over a hundred billion dollars a year so as you can imagine even making a small percentage change in the amount of people that are clicking on ads is literally a billion dollar uh, kind of prize at the end of end of doing that the the process of google blending ads into organic results arguably has been happening for quite a few years now if you can remember around sort of 2013 2014 2015 and earlier, the Google ads at the top of the page and at the time down the right-hand side actually used to have an entirely different color background. So they experimented with kind of pastel yellow and pastel green backgrounds. So it was super clear that this is a block of adverts. 
And over the years, it's I think it's fair to say that those ads at the top of the search results now have become harder to distinguish, uh, distinguish them between organic results. So most recently we've had, we had tiny little, um, we had a green tiny box that said add in it. And then that changed to a small green circle that said add. And now we've just got the little black text that just says add, which is the same size and format as the favicons below. So the, the narrative that's going with this now, so the headline for the Verge article, which I'll link to in the show notes. So the show notes are at search.withcanda.co.uk. So you can get all the links uh, that we mentioned in this episode. So the headline for the Verge article was um, Google ads just look like search results now. And the headline for the Daily Mail was Google is accused of conning users after it makes paid for ad links look almost identical to organic search results. I think it's quite easy for those who work in search, who work in SEO, who work in PPC or any digital marketing to overestimate how or underestimate how easy it is, overestimate how easy it is for general users who aren't involved in that industry to pick out what is an ad and what isn't an ad. And uh, Yard Digital uh, did a really nice, uh, quite small but interesting study on this. Again, I'll link to this in the show notes. And they were asking 250 users if they could identify if ads were present in an image of some search engine result pages. And they used a nice different range of uh, different types of search results. So by that, I mean some with maps, some with shopping, on different devices and for different types of query. Um, I'll just read out the conclusion of their test. If you want to actually read through their methodology and exactly what they ask people and how they ask them, as I said, I'll link to their uh, study at search.withcanda.co.uk. But their conclusion was this, for Google Desktop Search, our study shows that typically around 40% of users are unable to identify PPC adverts in natural search results on desktop. This changes little whether the query is transactional in nature or a brand query. This rate is significantly higher than the same test for older search result formats. So this is saying that four out of 10 people couldn't identify what was an ad and what wasn't on a, on a result. And that's a much higher result than the old Google search engine result pages without the favicons. They go and say, additionally, users appear to have a problem in identifying when no adverts are present at between 27 to 39%, depending on what features are shown, e.g., featured snippet, maps, etc. So this is saying the outside of the kind of 10 blue links, when you start getting these um, kind of one boxes of information, whether it's maps, featured snippets, these confuse matters. Because I guess, again, if you're not familiar with what is ads and what isn't, they can look very similar to things like Google Shopping, which is obviously paid for. They have a section on Google Mobile Search. So they say Google's new favicon result appears to show an improvement in user advert recognition. However, there is also a large increase in the percentage of users who think that natural results are adverts. Where the advert market changes from the normal version, 
e.g. in maps, adverts, recognition decreases significantly. The outcome of Google's new mobile format seems negative for the user. In an ideal world, every user should know which results are adverts and which are natural results, with little or no ambiguity. Advert recognition appears to improve with the new format, but this seems to be because users still think adverts are more widespread than they actually are, i.e. they think natural search results are adverts and still don't identify the actual adverts. So the overall conclusion is decreasing differentiation between paid results is a trend which has been ongoing in Google search results since the early to mid 2000s. The trend appears to have increased in pace since 2015. Previous format changes have focused on making adverts appear more like natural search results. This change takes the opposite and potentially more damaging approach of making natural results look more like adverts. So I found this to be a really interesting uh, uh, study. I also just put out on Twitter just before I started recording this podcast if any PPC managers have seen any results. So it's only been seven days and any results we do see now as well will likely kind of adjust in the future because as people are using the new layout more, they will become attuned to it. They will start to learn what are ads and, and what aren't. So we'll probably see the most uh, pronounced results now. We've actually looked at our own PPC data for this and I want to leave it one more week. So I'll probably have Rob on uh, with me next week and we'll talk through what we've seen change in click-through rate. Uh, I did have one reply saying that they've seen their account move from a click-through rate from 4 to 5%, which is a record high for the entire length of their account. So that's actually a 25% increase, obviously, moving from 4 to 5%, which is, you know, which is massive. Interestingly, though, we have seen some reports today just to confuse things even more, that people are seeing now desktop search results without favicons again. So again, it may be that Google has listened to this feedback um, and they're doing some more split testing. Well, split testing is definitely happening. So it will be interesting to see whether they stick with this change or not. And it'll be really interesting to see what other results we start seeing from PPC account managers over the next few weeks. Okay, I wanted to go a little bit deeper into the Google featured snippets update we've had over the last couple of days because it's actually a really big update um, and there's a lot of different facets to how it might affect you and things you can do about it. So if you're not sure, if you're not 100% sure what a featured snippet is, uh, I'm sure you've seen one. It's when you do a search in Google and you have the box appear at the top of the search result that has essentially scraped information from a web page that Google's kindly showing you that will answer hopefully the query you've typed in. It's labeled as a featured snippet and it has a link to the source website. Below that, you have um, the kind of natural organic results. And historically, we've referred to the featured snippet position as a position zero result, and then the first quote-unquote normal organic blue link result under that as position one. So you've probably all seen featured snippets before. 
They've been really useful in terms of marketing for people that work in SEO because sometimes it can be very quick to get featured snippet results. And the great thing that we found until today, until yesterday, is that it was possible to have the featured snippet position at the top of Google in position zero and for the same web page to then have the number one organic position. So you could essentially take up twice the amount of real estate for a search term, which obviously was was really, really good, really helpful, make you look really authoritative and made sure you got the majority of traffic. Over the last couple of days, there were people reporting that their organic number one ranking was disappearing, basically, and they were ending up at the top of page two and they were keeping their featured snippet. So I don't think this maybe this change was handled as well as it could have been from Google. It didn't look like they were very proactive, but they did start getting involved in some threads on Twitter to explain to people what's been happening. So I'll read out this uh, tweet thread from the Google search liaison account to give you some context as to what's happening. So on the 23rd of January, the Google search liaison account said, if a web page is if a web page listing is elevated into the featured snippet position, we no longer repeat it in the first page of results. This declutters the result and helps users locate relevant information more easily. Featured snippets count as one of the top 10 web page listings we show. So this is quite interesting now. So if you are now in position one, as in you have a well, position zero, if you like, that's now position one. Google's counting that in that search result. So we're seeing already uh, tools like Systrix have pushed updates to count now if you have a featured snippet, that's now going to count you as ranking number one. Uh, the tweet thread goes on to say, this change launched yesterday for 100% of our search results globally. There's no change to the overall set of web results we are showing. There are still 10 unique listings as before. Deduplicating simply means we're no longer showing any of those unique listings twice. Deduplication does not happen for video featured snippets. It does for a featured snippet variant that may resemble a knowledge panel on desktop to the right-hand side of results. This will likely stop later this week and resume when those move in line with the main results. So this means uh, we've had some featured snippets on the right-hand side that look a bit like knowledge panels of the results. And at the moment, they've just vanished, but they will come back, but they're going to they're changing the position of where they're going to appear on the page as I understand it. Deduplication does not happen with other features such as top stories or interesting finds. Deduplication also only happens for the exact URL in the featured snippet and only within the first page of results. That to me is really interesting and I actually saw um, Bill Swalski from SEO by the Sea post a nice example of this and it was for the search term reasonable surfer model. I'll pop a screenshot in the uh, show notes at search.withcanada.co.uk and what you will see is or if you do this Google search you should see that the SEO by the Sea website actually has the featured snippet result at the top for this search term 
and they still have the number one or number two now ranking in the organic results and that's because essentially they have two pages ranking for the same term so we'll come back we'll put a pin in that and we'll come back to it because normally you know seos might be thinking now listen to this or hang on isn't that cannibalization so we'll come back to that we'll just finish this uh, search liaison thread first it goes on to say uh, some have noted that a deduplicated url may appear on the second page of results this is not a guaranteed position nor by design nor might it stay that way so what's been happening and a lot of people reported was when they were losing their number one organic position because of the featured snippet they were immediately just appearing at the top of page two and that seemed to be quite consistent by google saying it's not a guaranteed position nor by design i think that's twitter speak for whoops that's a bug and the nor might it stay that way is yeah we're going to try and fix that so you're not necessarily guaranteed to appear at the top of the second page if you do lose that ranking uh, they go and say deduplication does not purposely move the deduplicated url to the second page and then they just go on to answer more questions so, and one of the questions i did see crop up a few times that so i think it's worth just covering on the podcast is there were a few questions about how these changes will affect google search console reports and things like you know average position uh, metrics is worth bearing in mind but basically they're not going to so those metrics like average position uh, were always based on the topmost ranking per query so you shouldn't actually see any change in this data so going back to bill's example where he has the two rankings the featured snippet and the number one result i think this is really interesting and might if this if this change stays about kind of give birth to a new seo strategy here so yes there is the potential for you to cannibalize yourself that is target the same stuff on multiple pages which could make your life hard but to me and i think what google's aiming for is cannibalization is about intent more than it is uh, exact keywords so without giving it lots of thought there could be some seo strategies whereby you have for instance a page of like quick answers around a topic that you mark up nicely with header tags that you schema on to give quick answers for common questions you know it's like an faq and then those themselves link to a longer form article whereby you are then targeting with that longer form article a very similar search term but you want to get the organic number two result and there is don't forget the ability within uh, or google gives you the ability to use the no snippet tag if you don't want a page to be eligible for featured results so this strategy could work whereby you have this page of instant answers um, that are marked up nice and easy and structured for a machine to understand and they link off to longer form articles where you don't want them to appear in featured snippets so you use this no snippet tag we talked about the nuances of that no snippet tag and the extra options google had added to that in episode 29b in search with candor if you wanted to go back again i'll link to that 
uh, within the show notes. There's also quite a lot of talk about click-through rates for the featured snippet results versus organic results under it. Lots of people talking about Ahrefs data floating around. Uh, as far as I could see, I think that was a 2017 study um, and it didn't seem to have context. I haven't read it in detail for the types of terms used. So I'm still sort of waiting to see the results um, in terms of how this is going to affect traffic, i.e. if you have to choose, is it better to have a featured snippet or is it better to have the number two position? Um, you know, we can always fall back to our SEO answer of it depends because it probably does depend what the search term is as to whether you're going to get a click or not and which result is better for you and better for the user. However, if you did want to make that decision, so say you had a feature snippet result and you decided actually like this isn't good we would actually we think you know the number two the organic ranking below this is going to give us more traffic what should you do if you're worried that if you remove the feature snippet how can you guarantee you're going to actually rank for that and I saw a really smart tweet by a guy called Kevin Richard, who again, I'll link to, and I'm pretty sure I recognize his name. I'm pretty sure I linked to something else he did on one of the early episodes of Search with Canada. So keep doing what you're doing, Kevin. It's good stuff. And uh, Kevin's pointed out, we've all known for a long time, you can add the query parameter and num equals onto a Google search to show to control how many results you see so when people used to do kind of early rank checking they would do a google search and you could add and num equals 100 to show 100 results um, on a page without having to click through the pagination set and what kevin's pointed out is if you have a result now with a rich uh, with sorry with a featured snippet if you add at the top in the URL, the parameter and num equals nine, it will actually remove the featured snippet and it will reset the results to show you where that site that was having the featured, that was providing the featured snippet, where it, it would rank if it didn't provide that snippet. So it gives you the ability to check, okay, if we use the no snippet tag on this page and we removed it, it looks like we're gonna rank number one, number two, number three, or just say number two, number three, number four, because the featured snippet is now number one. But it does give you some insight there and much better information, uh, hopefully, on making that decision. I haven't tested it myself. I doubt anyone's tested that yet. Uh, but that looks to be an interesting way to see where you might land if that happens. So this is going to be really interesting to see how this rolls out, how uh, we're going to see, we're probably going to see now people focusing a lot more on getting the data for their sites about which is better for them to have. And it will, I imagine, pull into a lot more focus the um, benefits for users, the benefit for Google and the benefit for site authors about who's going to win by having these featured snippets. That's all I've got time for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's been helpful. As usual, feel free to ask us any questions. We do some Q&A every now and again on the podcast. If you do like it, you can subscribe as well. If you're listening online, it's available on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, pretty much everywhere I could find to put it. I hope you all have a brilliant week and I will speak to you next Monday. <laughs>